Welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is Sean Gaylord, and I am coming to you with episode 111. As I record this episode, it is an early Monday morning on the third day of April, and this is not only an ordinary, uh, regular Celebrate Monday, but this is the first Monday of my spring break, and I have a few thoughts on my mind, and I'd like to share them with you uh, around my kitchen table on this early morning with a cup of coffee. Typically, when I do the podcast, it has been at least the last few episodes, uh, you joining me on a digital carpool uh, on the way to work. Well, it's spring break. And in this case, I'm inviting you around the digital uh, coffee table or digital kitchen table, so to speak, with a cup of coffee. And let's engage in some conversation. Again, this is the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Stay tuned for the rundown of this particular episode. This episode is dedicated to all assistant principals everywhere. As I record this podcast, this is not only during my spring break, but this is also during National Assistant Principals Week. And this episode is particularly dedicated to you. I have been fortunate to have worked with some of the best assistant principals in my career as a principal. And I was lucky enough to be on the origin story of these AP heroes. And I am so grateful for their support, the laughter, their ideas, their leadership, their courage, their insights. And I am proud that I was a small part of their hero's journey as leaders. Uh, I've been proud of how uh, my assistant principals have uh, moved on to bigger and better things, uh, whether they've become principals or assistant superintendents or school district directors. And I, I know that the AP gig can sometimes be a thankless and painful task. I used to be an assistant principal and I was grateful for that experience and I was grateful for the great leader uh, that I was able to serve as, as an assistant principal. So this particular episode is, is for you and, and I hope that uh, for those of you that are tuning in, if you can, please be sure to reach out to an assistant principal. Give them a little love, uh, send a note, send a text, uh, tweet out something uh, on, on social media or post something uh, to, to show your gratitude for a truly important and meaningful role uh, in the schoolhouse community.
I always like to give a little bit of background on the origins of this episode. So if you're not interested in behind the scenes or a little bit of director's commentary, you can skip this segment and go right to uh, the, the story that I will share. Um, so we'll take a minute here to pause. Okay, you're still here? Great, thanks. All right, here's some behind the scenes on this episode. Saturday, this past Saturday, I was at the gym, and I have to say that sometimes my best ideas for writing or my best ideas for podcasting come to me when I work out at my local Planet Fitness. And I've got the music going, I'm on the elliptical, I've got the cardio going, I'm, I'm hitting all my goals, and, and every now and then, um, per, perhaps it's the endorphins, perhaps it's the movement, uh, my mind wanders into this kind of level of creative productivity, and actually, uh, in, in my exercise workout um, soundtrack uh spinal tap uh came on um came on my playlist uh the, the song stonehenge uh spinal tap being that uh, fictional heavy metal band uh that is the subject of an incredible uh documentary a uh, mockumentary from rob reiner uh, 1984 called this is spinal tap well anyway um that um the, the, the idea that I'll talk about in the next segment of the podcast uh, came to me. I say all of that and I share that with you because it is important as, as leaders uh, or bandmates or in any kind of organization or in just life in general that we, we take some time uh, for movement, we take some time for creativity, and, and we take some time to, to tune into those ideas that uh, creep into our mind when, when we're working out or, or moving. And in the middle of, of this particular workout, I did not want to lose the, the gem of this idea for this podcast episode. So I, I got on my um, iPhone and, and jotted down some, uh, some ideas and some thoughts in the uh, notes uh, app. So just one way that uh, I wanted to share with you in terms of the creative process uh, as, as uh, we're all looking for ways to share ideas and, and hopefully this idea will, will be helpful for you in what I'm about to share in this episode. One of my favorite movies is the 1984 mockumentary directed by Rob Reiner entitled This is Spinal Tap. It is a wonderful, funny, witty, brilliant film uh, featuring the exploits of a 
kind of the rise and fall of a fictional band called Spinal Tap. And the three primary members of uh, Spinal Tap are played by uh, the brilliant Christopher Guest as lead guitarist, uh, Nigel Tufnell, uh, the other uh, guitarist, rhythm guitarist in the band, David St. Hubbins, played by the brilliant Michael McKean, and the bass player, Derek Smalls, played by the brilliant Harry Shearer. All of them brilliant. And the, the film is is a cult classic, and, and I remember uh, seeing it when, when it came out uh, in 1984, and then seeing it several times since. It's one of those films that is often quoted and uh, referenced uh, by, by many. And, and there, there are many uh, quotable, memorable scenes uh, in, in the film. Um, you know, when, when you mentioned Spinal Tap, perhaps the, uh, the Stonehenge sequence comes to mind, or when the band visits uh, Graceland and sings uh, Heartbreak Hotel uh, over Elvis's grave. There, there are so, and then all of the uh, the cameos uh, in the film from Billy Crystal uh, to Paul Schaefer uh, to Dana Carvey, uh, the, the the list goes on, and and it really is a, a a brilliant film. But perhaps my favorite scene in the film is the jazz odyssey scene, and this is when the character of Nigel Tufnell has left the band. And uh, Spinal Tap uh, is in the middle of a tour, and uh, they uh, come to an amusement park. And uh, the, the the band, uh, the, the the premise about the band too is is that they're kind of a down on their luck band. They they once had uh, a great uh, a couple of great glories, and and they're they're struggling to um, find relevance and and meaning in in a uh, new world so to speak and um they you know the, the the tour is is documented in in the film and and you just see all of these mishaps and and things go wrong uh for for the band and uh when nigel leaves the band uh it's just another in a series of of comedic mishaps uh that happen but the band plays on and they have a tour uh to um to finish, they have uh, contracts and commitments to fulfill, and they're going to play uh, this gig that is scheduled to be at an amusement park. Well, sadly, um, a puppet show, and it's not even the name of a puppet show, it's just a puppet show gets top billing <laughs> over Spinal Tap. And uh, they're backstage and they're, and they're trying to figure out their set list now that Nigel has uh, left the band and they're eliminating different songs and once they've eliminated uh, all of their songs and put together their their set list uh, they're left with what Derek Smalls the bassist says is a cozy 10 minute set and he proposes that they do Jazz Odyssey and 
<laughs> David St. Hubbins says, no, we're not about to do a free-form jazz exploration in front of a festival crowd. Now, I find a lot of value and humor in, in that line uh, for many reasons. One, it's a great line, and, and two, I was that guy in a band, when I played in bands, I was Derek Smalls. I was the one that said, hey, let's just jam. Let's let's do Raga Odyssey Suite Number 9 <laughs> um, and, and and see what happens. And, and of course, that idea was always shot down a couple times. It, it, it wasn't, but I was the one that always wanted to jam and, and, and go into, into freeform uh, improv uh, world. So... Uh, the next scene uh, after the, the Jazz Odyssey reference goes to uh, the band actually playing uh, Jazz Odyssey and, and the crowd uh, does not uh, receive it well. In fact, you, you see one of the audience members just sitting there stoically with his thumb firmly planted down, uh, directed at the band and, and people are leaving and, and um, it's, a, it's a great sequence. Jazz, Jazz Odyssey is actually not that bad of a song, but but uh, I, uh, I, have great, um, I have great fun with that song and great fun with, uh, with that scene. And uh, I highly recommend that you check, it, uh, you check it out. Now, what does Spinal Tap have to do with National Assistant Principals Week? What does this scene from This Is Spinal Tap have to do with this episode and this podcast and National Assistant Principals Week. Well, stay tuned in the next segment for more. What happens when a bandmate leaves the band? There are all kinds of examples in rock music history and pop music history or any kind of music history for that matter when a valued band member departs from the band for numerous reasons. I think about the Allman Brothers who lost Dwayne Allman, lead guitarist, and Barry Oakley, their bassist, and they carried on. I think about The Doors carrying on without Jim Morrison. The Kinks had various lineup changes. Hart had various lineup changes as well. Journey uh, went, went through a few lead singers. The Moody Blues lost half their band and reinvented themselves and started a new band within the band. Uh, the Drifters went through various lineups of lead singers. So did The Temptations, The Birds went through all kinds of uh, band member changes. My old band, the Sky Dogs, we went through various uh, band changes. In fact, mid-gig, uh, we had a member quit the band and we ended up drafting another uh, member in the band in the middle of a gig. All of these things all connect to the notion of a band persevering, carrying on, even though a bandmate has has left. The band has to 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 play on. The beat goes on. Uh, the show must go on. I think of Queen is another example where they lost their great lead lead singer Freddie Mercury, 
and now they've reformed with Adam Lambert. There's all kinds of examples when you have a lineup change, but yet the band stays intact for really the, the notion of perseverance, the notion of survival. I think of my old admin team uh, lineups as, as bands. As I mentioned at the top of this podcast, it's National Assistant Principals Week, and I have been fortunate to have been in several admin team band lineups. Remember, if you tune into this podcast or if you've spent any amount of time with me, I refer to the schoolhouse as a band or I refer to departments or organizations within a department or within a schoolhouse as a band. And I often refer to the admin team, whether it's the principal or assistant principal, curriculum coordinator, instructional facilitator, or dean of students, uh, as a band. And I've had several assistant principals uh, come into my life in in various uh, admin team lineups. And I am grateful for the support, I'm grateful for the laughter, and I'm grateful for their leadership. And when a assistant principal has, has moved on or a principal fellow has moved on to an AP role or moved away from the school, I get a little melancholy because we do form great relationships or have formed great relationships within the band and I don't want the band to break up. But I do know that it's my role as, as principal to grow leaders from within. And for those of you who are principals or assistant superintendents or superintendents or whatever, please remember that is an important part of our gig as the central leader uh, within a schoolhouse or a district. You grow your leaders from within and it's important that you use that admin team as your classroom for for leadership as as the application of all of those things that we learn in principal school we are teachers and we are called to teach others to to lead and and we are called to empower future leaders to take the next step on their uh, hero's journey so I, as I mentioned, I get a little melancholy. I used to get melancholy when my APs would leave and I, I didn't want them to go because we had this great rapport or we had this great rhythm and, and things were happening and, and we, were, we were making our vision and, and mission uh, happen for our kids and our students and the communities that we served. But I also saw it too as an opportunity to keep the band going and, and to bring in another dimension to the band that, that was needed or to bring into another element into the band that was going to, to help us grow. I think about the Moody Blues when they brought in Justin Hayward and John Lodge. The Moody Blues used to be an R&B uh, blues band. And then when Denny Lane left and other members of the Moody Blues left, they had to carry on, so they reinvented themselves and brought in two other uh, members of the band and that freed them to 
take their sound to another level. Uh, I'm talking about the, the great album Days of Future Past, which features the, the, the great classically uh, influenced hits Nights in White Satin and, and Tuesday Afternoon. Well, you take that, those songs and you compare them to the Moody Blues initial big hit, Go Now, which was in essence a blues song, an R&B song, two totally different bands. But the band played on and the the band persevered. And that perseverance pushed the band to another level of expression. It pushed the band to another height of creativity. And as I look back on my particular admin teams in the various schools uh, that I've served, and I think about when a bandmate leaves and how we brought in another bandmate, it added something new, it added something different that pushed the band together to a new height. That's why assistant principals, I feel, are so important. And it's so important that you include your assistant principals, if you're a principal, into that admin team band ethos that you are really not just talking about admin teams because those of you who are listening may may be may be in a team in or organization so this really applies to any team or any organization or any department when someone leaves yeah we can get in our feelings and we can get melancholy and and, and we we miss that person but we're also happy for that person because they're going on to a new gig and another organization gets to be the receptor of that person's talent. So be in your feelings, but then it's time to move on and it's time to accept a new bandmate that's going to help the sound of your band, the sound of your uh, department, the sound of your team reach a new height, just like other bands did when they brought in a new member. Uh, Their sound changed, their sound evolved. And I urge you to to go check out the Moody Blues to kind of hear that as an example. But there are several examples, the bands that I mentioned, when they brought in a new bandmate, yeah, the the name was the same. And there may have been uh, familiar faces within that band, but that added dimension, that added person added something to the band. Also, the notion of perseverance. And it's hard, and it can be hard these days in this gig that that we're in, or whatever gig that we're in. Perseverance is hard. And therefore, it's important that we lean on our friends and our bandmates in the band to persevere and to carry on. Because our schools need us. Our communities need us to carry on our sound. And sometimes we we may have to play that crappy gig just like Spinal Tap did. And sometimes all we can rely upon is a free-form jazz exploration in front of a festival crowd. But the perseverance remains. And the perseverance is good. And it's good for others. That's it for this episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
Thank you to the musical legacy of Spinal Tap. And I want you to keep on playing freeform jazz explorations in front of a festival crowd. Thank you so much for Jazz Odyssey. Also, I do want to hearken back to the dedication of this particular episode. And I want to express my extreme gratitude to assistant principals everywhere in honor of National Assistant Principal Week. And for my old assistant principals who I was lucky to work with, and if you're tuning in, my heart to yours. And thank you for all of the support and laughter and your leadership. This principal of yours is proud of you. And I am so uh, just just beaming with, with gratitude and love for all that you do and grateful for the impact that you are making in your current assignments. This is Sean Gaylor. This is the Principal Liner Notes podcast. There is a flip side always, and I hope to catch you there. Don't forget to share with the world your dreams and your ideas because the world needs them and you help make the world a better place. Stay tuned for some exciting news about an upcoming special guest on the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Be sure that you're following the hashtag for this podcast. It is hashtag Principal Liner Notes. I am so excited to share this news with you. I think you're going to dig it as well.